Well, on Tuesdays, we talk about here on Day of the Week. Should you read the book first or just jump right on in with the movies? Hi, I'm Jordan Anderson, your host from last time, and this is my audio wizard. Say hi, Zach. Hi, I'm Zach Shut Dodson. Up, Zach. So, if you've listened before, you know that this show will cover a broad range of topics. Fortunately, today's episode is a little more upbeat than our last one. Well, the members of our little book club here today are on my left, Sole Geniac. Also on my left, Gabriel Walker. Across Shouldn't from you me, let them Eva say Baker. Right next to me is Sole Geniac. Hi. That's Gabe Walker, also on my left. What's up? What's up? Across from me is Eva Baker. Howdy. And across from me also is the Zach Dotson. Yo, I'm, I'm actually talking this time. <laughs> so I'll stop boring you with my intro and we'll get the party started. So our topic today is book to movie adaptations and why they usually suck. Not, mm, it depends on the. Depends. I wouldn't necessarily okay. say they depends. suck. Definitely I know, depends. But you you got to have a fight me statement. All right. Okay. Uh, uh, it think. doesn't matter if you read the book or the movie first. Also, fight a good me. example um, Lord of the Rings. That like, was a very long book with unnecessary descriptions. The movie was much better, in my opinion. I think you've angered them. No. Like, I'm on your side. Is that a You're no. on my side? I'm on no. your side, and I don't, I don't agree with That's that. Literally, no. <laughs> I agree with that. I you read it. so what? much out of, in a movie. You miss so much in a movie you that miss is in a book. unnecessary description. I don't know anything about Lord of It doesn't, it, just any book. Like, I mean, I, it does matter, like, on the, every book to movie is different, you know? It really depends on which one we're talking about, whether the movie or the book is better. I'd say Lord of the Rings is, like, one of the best examples because it really kept the spirit of the novel in the movie it really transferred that well and J.R.R. Tolkien is one of like I don't know he's one of the best writers I've ever read and I loved his books and his the movie did the book justice it did cut out some detail but I wouldn't say that they're unnecessary detail they do cut out some characters that I really liked and they did cut out some things that were like kind of important to the story that were just kind of condensed and shortened like I don't know there are a lot of questions that I had whenever I watched the Lord of the Rings movies and then I read the book and it's like they get a lot of those answered well I also think like the movie acts more like a like a good trailer for the book in a sense that like when you watch the movie you can get really into it and then want to read the book like the movie just reaches a wider audience or is it just kind of ruining it because now you've just spoiled the whole book? Like, you know everything they, about how... They did a study on that. They spoiled the book with uh, certain people, and then they let people figure out the ending. They found that reading the book while you had the spoilers was more fun to read because you could figure out, like, how how it ends and what leads up to the ending. Yeah, but the problem is the thing with a lot of books, especially, like... Um, mysteries or just books where you're, you're wondering, like, you know, why is it, this is happening, um, who's doing this, you know, et cetera, et cetera. Um, the entire premise of the book is so you can try and figure it out for yourself as you go along. Okay, yeah. A big part of the enjoyment of books, though, isn't necessarily the spoilers from it. It's how, it's why those things happen. It's what leads up to it. Yeah, like, the audience is actually stupid that's how movies and books are set up is so like the audience can figure it out but the ending is already set up for you to figure it out so yeah it's gonna be you're gonna you're gonna get to the end either way but not everybody likes stuff to be spoiled for them like 
whenever I read a book, I like to try to figure it out. Like, if, like, and then um, when you do figure it out, it's like, whoa, hey, I figured it out, right? But, like, if you, if I already have, like, if I'm reading a murder mystery and I already know who murdered the person at the end, it's like, oh, well, it's not really any fun because I wanted to play the game. I wanted to figure out, I wanted to play along with the characters to figure out what they know. And it's like, along with the characters, you know what they know. And See, my, my thing is... Well, you still go through that in the movie. My thing is when I'm reading a book or watching a movie is that a lot of the times while I'm in the process of reading or watching, I like to turn my brain off, you know? Kind of just oh, enjoy yeah. it for what it is. I'm not thinking about, you know, who's doing this or what's their motivation. I just like to read it for the enjoyment. And I find it a lot more difficult to do that when I already know what's going to happen. All right. Yeah. Okay. I mean, I do, I do agree. Like, I know that there are a lot, there's a, there's like a difference between like watching the movie and reading the book. Cause in reading the book, you're using like your own imagination and your own interpretation. Not only that, but you get a lot more out of the book, you know, because movies, um, you know, like you said, they pander to a much broader audience, but at the same time to do that, they have to condense it because for instance, with, um, with it, with it by Stephen King, um, the book which I am currently reading and I'm almost done with. It's fantastic. It is amazing. One thousand one hundred and fifty-three pages of story, mm-hmm. really small print, and if you have the time, I would highly recommend reading it. But then, going even going off of the original movie, quote unquote, which was a miniseries. It didn't even do the book justice. It really did it because yeah. the miniseries had two parts. Each part was about two and a half, three yeah. hours long. Even that didn't really get everything in the book. Was everything yeah. in the book necessary? Yes. Did it have to be there? See, yes, it was fantastic. I've read the book. It was hands down one of my favorite books I've ever read in my life. It is it very was much worth the read. Fantastic. Every... See, the Stephen thing? King has a way of writing, and I respect him as a writer because he's one of the best that I've read, but um, he has a way of writing to where you'll, there are certain points in the book that are boring and seem slow, mm-hmm. and to people who don't read a lot, you're just like, oh, well, this isn't even necessary. It's not necessary information for you to know, but then you learn later that that whole time he was rambling about the like the he's whole time he was rambling up. about yeah. something he's setting he's setting up background for that character why that character reacts the way he does to certain situations because one of the things in the uh, in the book and this is i guess kind of spoiler not really but yeah kind there of, are probably going to be spoilers in yeah, this podcast so just, by the way FYI, yeah but spoiler um in, <laughs> in the ready. book um it takes on many shapes not just the clown because in the in the original miniseries, it was only just a clown. The newer one, um, the newer movie does a little bit better at this, but it's not the same it's, thing. Yeah, because the whole point of it is that it shapeshifts to to mimic whatever this kid's biggest fear is. And in the original miniseries, like that, like he said, it didn't do that. It was just a clown the whole time. In the newer book, I mean, in the newer movie. It did portray that, but in a lot of different ways. The movie was nothing how the book actually was. There were a lot of major characters, major plots, major, major, major plots taken out of the movie. 
which I felt was, I thought a lot of those things were very necessary to make the story as good as it was. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah, I mean, a movie's only like a personal interpretation, like from the director's perspective. No, I don't think it's yeah, that's better. Now, that's I will really admit, how you should see movies. Yeah, yeah. Is <laughs> it's the director's version of the book, not yeah, yeah, the book. obviously. Like, if you don't I mean, like it, make like, your own goddamn movie. It's like the Marvel <laughs> movies, you know? They're going with somewhat of the story of the comics, just in their own way. But yeah, I, every adaptation's like that. Every adaptation, yeah, I will agree with that. But I feel like there are certain things that... That you shouldn't take out. Exactly. Because um, I know in the miniseries they didn't even touch upon this. And in the movie... I know in this one they didn't. They might... The turtle. Well, the turtle, but... Um, Wait, for what movie? It. For it. But um, there are two things that were very major plot points in the book of it that were not touched upon in the original miniseries and were not touched upon in the first part of the new It movies. And that was the turtle, the great cosmic being that basically gave birth to the universe as well as Pennywise, but also the reason, the true reason why the losers came back in the first place. Because in the, in the movies and in the miniseries, they kind of just portray it as, oh, they're coming back because they need to defeat this great evil. But it was much more than just they felt like they needed to. It was kind of written, I feel like. I feel like Stephen King portrayed it as written in like their destiny that they had well, not, to come back. Not only that, too, but I mean, in the book, it says that it was pregnant. It was a female, and it was pregnant, and it was yeah. going to give birth. And they didn't... They didn't um, which is why they had to come back because that. they knew if they didn't. It but would then be a again, lot the worse. second movie hasn't come out yet. True, so, and they could touch upon it. They which really could. I hope they do because if they don't, then that's a big major thing. And they also didn't put touch upon a lot of the things that um, the kids did because there were a lot of experiences that the kids had that were completely changed that I felt when I was reading the book were terrifying. Mm-hmm. And I thought that that, that would have been very that's good. A, that's another thing you have to take into consideration with book-to-movie adaptations because Stephen King, you know, a lot of his books are, you know, very bloody, very gory, very violent, you know. And then you try and put that to screen. Now, the the It movie, the It movie was a little bit closer to it just because it was an R it had an R rating so it had a little bit more freedom to do what it wanted to do but it couldn't go book. but it, it couldn't go the, as far as the exactly. book exactly the mini series though was not capable of doing that because no. you, you it, was on, remember. it was on basic cable wasn't exactly it, it was on yeah. like ABC I think or something like that and yeah. they it was also, broadcast to the public yeah. so they had to tone everything way down so you don't get that that feeling yeah you know? I also know that, that I don't like that in the movie you know, Bev and Bill, they end up kind of having a little relationship at the end of the movie. But in the book, that wasn't until later in the mm-hmm. series. That wasn't until when they were adults that they even started thinking of it like that. I know Bill in the book had a crush on Bev, but Bev never saw him that way. And at the no, end, no, no, I no. felt Why like... Why was that a negative change? It was the other way around. It was the other way around, remember? Bill didn't... Oh, yeah, it was the other way around. Yeah, but, Bill um, didn't have romantic feelings for Bev, or at least it wasn't really touched but upon. But that's part of the that's part of the plot. That's how it built up the plot onto when they were adults, because when they were adults, that, un, that feeling that Bev had as a kid, it's why she got into a terrible relationship like she did later on in her life. And it's why... And it's why she made the choices that she's made throughout her adult life through in the book. And having that 
feeling for Bill and having that known could change a lot of things that happen. And having Bill and Bev kiss at the end means that Bill knows about her feelings now. And now it's something that they could do something about. And it's not, and that changes, that seems like it, one little thing like that can change the whole plot. Because you can't just write that out. Oh, well, they kissed, so what happened? Oh, they just fell apart. But it wasn't, I don't think it was implied that that would happen See, in the movie. See, that's my main problem when it comes to book-to-movie adaptations, is I understand that they have to cut certain things to, you know, make time. You budget. Know, budget, not that too. But there are certain aspects that you just should not cut out of a book, especially key elements like the turtle, the relationship of the characters, you know, the birth of it, wh- well, why they well, come again, back. Like, you may have thought that you thought like that was important, but again, the director probably thought, hey, if this is going to reach a wide variety of people, then we're going to have to cut some things that aren't really necessary. But I definitely think you shouldn't add. You yeah. can cut, you can cut, but you shouldn't add unnecessary. For, yeah. Like, you you have to take some liberties in order to make a good film. Yeah, I but feel like that's where the argument comes in of a movie adaptation of a book. Should it really be the director's interpretation, or should it be as true to the book as possible? It should absolutely be the director's interpretation. Or should it be? I disagree. I it think is. it should be as See, true to the book because so I'm going to the movie well, for exactly. the book. The author is supposed that, to give rights. But not only that, not only that too. To but direct. going off of what um, what Eva said is you also have to understand when they make a movie, they aren't just pandering to the readers of the book. They're pandering there to are, everybody else. Exactly. There are people, they're pandering to the people that saw the trailer, that haven't read the books, that may not even have ever heard of the books, that are like, hmm, that looks really good. I think I'm going to go see it. But also, just to not piss everybody off, you shouldn't add super dramatic changes. Like, I can understand they, they changed a lot of the scene they changed a lot of the where a lot of fights happened. Mm-hmm. They changed mm-hmm. a lot of the scene in um, it. I was fine with that because that's whatever. It just makes it more interesting because just filming a whole thing in a in a sewer tunnel isn't that interesting. Mm-hmm. So filming it in other places is is a lot cooler, more but more visually appealing. It's more visually yeah. appeal appealing, but so I'm pretty <sighs> sure people who've read books and watch the movies can agree to that. That's fine. It's whatever. But, like, when you add unnecessary stuff that totally throw the whole book off, when you can't, when you have a sequel on the way that can resolve a lot of these problems, if you don't, if you're not going to make a sequel, then fine. Maybe you can resolve those problems there, and the book, and the people that read the book will always know that the book was better. But if you have a sequel coming on along the way, you can, I think you should stick more towards the book in a series because it's longer time to resolve the problems how it was actually written and how it's supposed to play out that's Mm -hmm. exactly what i was going to bring up is that i understand that they have to change things in the movie to get a wider audience but at the same time i feel like certain movies just deserve like a part two or just a longer movie in general like ready player one for example that book had so much in it then so much was cut out that why didn't they make a part two and a lot of it was changed like how they found the key in the book did anybody else read the book i've I've read parts of it okay well i I did get my dad's perspective on what he thought uh book versus movie um and I think, like, his whole situation was, like, yeah, there are some parts missing, there are some parts cut, and there could have been more elaboration here and there. But 
in the grand scheme of things, as long as it gets like the end story and like reason it's out out there to begin with it down. But True. with Ready Player One, they literally cut out like half of the book because in the book, along with finding the three keys, they also had to find the three gates to go mm-hmm. with the keys. And, and that was half the battle. They cut out that entire exactly. half of the battle. And I remember my, I got my mom's opinion on it too because my mom and I read it. And she re- watched the movie on the plane and she called me right after she got off. She's like, this movie was terrible. It was terrible. And like I talked about it with her the other day and she's like, it was... I don't like it because yeah, the first key that they find is which starts the whole competition. It was simple. They made it was it the main character Wade was a simple kid. He didn't have any money. He was poor. He had no money and he couldn't leave his planet because he had no money. He stayed the only planet that he could go on was Ludus was which was the planet that his school was on that was a big part of his character development was his background and they completely cut that out and they had him be kind of like this badass race driver dude and he found the key by going backwards in the car that's so dumb because like he found the key on his home on his planet of his school and that was the whole that set up the whole purpose of this dude Anorak that set up his whole character, James Halliday, that set up his whole character and how it set up the story that James Halliday wanted the key to be found by somebody who was poor. Somebody who was poor and didn't know the evils of the world yet, like the true evil and corporate corruption. And he didn't, that's why he put it on such an easy, poor place. That's why he didn't put it in a stupid racetrack. Like, there are reasons why the author writes it, and I think to get the true story, you should stick to that. All right. I can, I can agree to that, but if the moral was still found at the end... I mean, it's was still, it, It still though? keeps the it's, same general it, it story. It keeps the general story. I do think it is wrong to completely change it. I think that's a little... Like, you could you could have followed the script. Well, um, I mean, then you have, you know, the situations where I can't remember... I can't remember what the movie was exactly. I want to say it was Running Man, but I could be completely wrong on that. Um, but it was a book-to-movie adaptation, and the movie was basically so far from the book that the only thing they kept was the title. And like World War Z? <laughs> <laughs> but the, um, the author of the book actually... Um, sued them for um really for, for just taking the name and creating their own story completely did and they get the rights for it i don't remember honestly but i think the author actually won the uh the lawsuit really okay but well, yeah I mean, if the studio so. has the rights but they yeah, can kind of do whatever they want the the with rights. it but that's the it's thing they bought they, br- they bought the rights with. to the book you know to the story but they just—they basically just took the title of the book and put it on a, duff, a different so movie. So, like, you know how Simpsons does those, like, complete knockoffs? Mm-hmm. Is that what they did? And then the author sued them for it? Because that's still completely legal, completely, right? I think, no, that's a parody. I think they mean, oh, like, parody? a completely separate story. Had nothing to do with... I think that's what you're yeah, saying. Yeah, exactly. Like they took like, the title. They just they took just... the title to get the recognition of the 
exactly. people who read the books like, Basically, oh, I recognize yeah, that. And then yeah, they come to the exactly. to watch like putting the title unrelated thing. Okay, I can that's messed up. I know, but like it's like putting the title Forrest Gump on Die Hard, you know? It's like Forrest Gump, but it's the movie Die Hard. Speaking of Forrest Gump, um I didn't know this originally, but apparently Forrest Gump is a book as well. I know, I read that about that. I read about that today. And the author hated it. He wrote a sequel and like one of the very first chapters he wrote you they should ne- don't ever let anybody make a movie about your life <laughs> yeah that was wow. like that's pure salt right there <laughs> and then but then you have movies that you know weren't honestly were not all that bad but the author still didn't like it because they felt something was you know off like for like instance the shining exactly the shining that's actually where i was going because yeah. the shining was such a phenomenal movie yeah the shining but, is amazing but King did not like it because he felt that Kubrick didn't capture the evil essence of the hotel itself. Because if you watch the movie, you feel like, you know, um, Jack just goes insane. But that wasn't the case. The case was the the hotel hotel caused him. And it wasn't made you, sure in the movie exactly. you can definitely tell the, there's something wrong with the hotel it's not but it's, in their heads yeah yeah but it's, also at the same time it wasn't so you know to where clear yeah it wasn't uh, clear enough to where people who had never read the book got that because uh, I've, it, I've never read the shining and i i got that completely i i have to agree i love I like the movie the shining, the shining. Oh, the i shining. thought it was yeah, fantastic the sh- i the, crap out the of movie me. Stan, uh, Stephen King remade the movie. He did yeah. as like in a miniseries. His, miniseries. It, as a media, as I don't know what it was did with Stephen really? King. Yeah, it was. Yeah, Stephen King I didn't wrote like it. it. I think he it was it. very. Whoa. It was extremely yeah, it was, true to the book. It was it exactly sucked. word for word, and it, it did sucked. suck. It I watched sucked. it. What are you saying? A miniseries? Dang. It was a miniseries, okay. like, kind of like it. It was true to the book, word for word. Did he work alongside a director? Because that could have. That could have probably made a difference. May, I don't know. I don't, I don't know what. I don't. I looked into that you, too. I don't remember. If he has no experience directing and he just directs his own he's, movies, he's directed he's, a few other movies. That's true. Really? Stephen King. Yeah, I don't remember what they're called. They're, they're not. None of his most popular are movies are directed by him. No, then we should have worked with like a more successful director. Well, just he so thought he was he doing that with Stanley Kubrick, but then he hated The Shining. One book by Stephen King that I thought the movie was perfect and the book. Misery. I don't know if oh you ever God, read that yes. game. I haven't read that was perfect. That. I read the book and I watched the movie. That's an example. I watched the movie when I was a little kid, and I and I then I read the book, and then I watched the movie again. It was perfect. It was great. I have mm. like that's one example of a Stephen King. I don't know. Do you know who directed Misery? I don't. But um, The Shining is what I was talking about earlier about how movies shouldn't be the book. They should be the director's version of the book because Kubrick yeah. changed a lot from it. And, and see the, shine, the movie he, Shining was really his own vision yeah, of it. That's the thing. I it's, feel like with that, it's either a hit or a miss. It's either well, the, it's a, yeah. Again, it depends on the director. Exactly. The movie is either really good or really bad. There yeah, really is no in between. Yeah. Yeah. It's uh, it really depends on the director. Like Jaws is another example of that. Have you ever read the book Jaws? Mm-hmm. It's not good. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, read it? I have read it. I actually read it. Yes, because I really like the movie. It's not good. All the most exciting parts were way lamer. Yeah. Like the way the shark dies is that it just gets stabbed and it just sinks. I mean, that's Instead what they did. Instead of exploding, which was which is awesome. Well, that's what they did in the, uh, I think, the second Jaws, the movie. Second Jaws, he, the shark was electrocuted. Oh, yeah. 
Was it the third one? I know one the third of them. One, I, I know think one the third of them one they, they, uh, they blew the up the third one. I've seen all the Jaws movies. <laughs> there was well, one, I, know I know for a fact. The fourth one, a... they stabbed it with the, that's with the it, boat. Yeah. Yeah. That's not what I'm talking about. I meant like he's the, sh- the ship's sinking. Chief Brody's just like stabbing it with the uh, pole. And then eventually the shark just starts sinking it. He's like, oh, it's dead now. Well, wow. I did it. So there are certain points where it's... If the book... If the director knows that the book is incredibly lame... Sure. <laughs> but my question is, do the directors read the books? Oh, yeah. They have okay, oh, good. Yeah, they, they, of course they do. I didn't, I, didn't, I didn't know they did Honestly, or not. Sometimes, sometimes you can't tell. Sometimes you can't tell. Sometimes exactly. you cannot tell. I'm pretty <laughs> sure I've heard of a famous movie where the director didn't read the book. I don't know what it was, uh, but I know that know happened. Another book. Like Simon. Simon. Love Simon. Yeah. Love Simon. Oh, yeah, you could movie. go. I have a... I have problems with that movie. But most of my problems with that movie are really nitpicky. Like the fact that he didn't wear glasses. Because it's like, I mean, I don't understand how... I mean, in the, in the book, his wore character glasses. wore glasses. But in the movie, he did not. I don't understand why he but didn't why in the movie. Like, I know. So that's why I said they're nitpicky. But one thing that really bothers me that I don't think is nitpicking is the character Leah, who is one of his best friends in the in the book one of the def- the defining parts of her personality is how she's overweight and that affects her a lot but in the movie her actor is very you know pretty and skinny and that goes completely against her as a character especially in the sequel which doesn't have a movie yet i don't know if they're going to do a movie for the sequel but the sequel is all yeah the movie or the sequel is all about leah and that brings even more of her being overweight into the plot line, so how are they going to do that if they already have an actress who is the opposite of how she's supposed to be? And they also had Leah in love with Simon instead of Abby. Yeah, because Leah, the whole book, was in love with Abby, but in the movie, they're just like, oh, I'm in love Wait, with you, Simon. in the first book. Yeah. In the first book, I don't remember or her really. She, she was... She didn't like Simon. That's my point. She didn't like Simon. Yeah. And in the yeah. in the movie, she's like, "Oh, Simon, it's you. I like you." And I'm like, "Shut up! No, you don't." Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. I just feel like that's a big problem when it comes to movies, especially book to movies, is when they get the wrong actors. Like, I don't think it happens too often, but this with Leah is a really big thing, considering her weight is such a big part of her character in the books, and they just forgot that in the movie. You movies. saw the movie Everything Everything. How did yes. it compare? Everything, everything. I feel like that was pretty good to the book. I can't really find anything to complain okay. about with that I never one. Saw the movie. I just to okay. I mean, as far as casting goes, I know like a lot of directors will cast more popular um, actors. I haven't actually, I haven't seen uh, Love Simon. I was thinking of a different movie. They based it on what actors can put butts in seats. Yeah, <laughs> which one's gonna true. attract the as more far audience? As I know Leah's actor. I mean, the thing with wasn't that with getting actors to play certain characters, I feel it could either not matter or matter entirely, because I mean, like for for example, with Marvel, in the original comics, Nick Fury was a white guy in an eye patch. And you know, in the movies, it's Samuel L. Jackson with an eye patch. Once you go black, you never go back. Exactly. <laughs> That's now he's like but, a legend. I mean, I would not have anybody else play Nick Fury personally. Yeah. Know, just because he's such a good actor. Yeah. So although his, although his race isn't better. a part of the character, so you yeah, can exactly. change that. Yeah, that is true. When, when when being race, overweight is. That's yeah, when race or you know looks or anything like that isn't really part of the character, it really doesn't matter. But if that's a oh, a I know very you you also have to take into consideration like. Uh, 
in modern time, like, politics, had they changed Nick Fury from black to white, there'd be an outrage. Oh, yeah, there'd be a complete outrage. So a lot of, I know a lot of characters are purposely being changed from white to black in order to get more, um, like, recognition Which for being diverse. Which sometimes it doesn't matter, and most of the times I really don't care about that. So yeah, yeah, most like, of the times it doesn't matter. Most of the time it doesn't other times, you know, you kind of have to have it as... You know that character because for 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 example with um with Iron Fist in the Netflix original series, uh, Iron Fist in the comics was a rich white boy. You know, in this show he was a rich white you know yeah, rich white exactly guy. What it was. And there was there was an actor who um, was of a, some Asian descent. I'm not entirely sure, but he was. Honestly, he was a better casting choice in terms of, you know, actual skill and physique and martial arts. Mm -hmm. But the only problem is you kind of can't do that with Iron Fist just because that's part of his character. Exactly. You know, he was a rich white kid who got, who crash landed into the Himalayas and was trained by monks, basically. Yeah. You know. Why can't he be a rich Chinese kid? Their, their family has an office in New York. <laughs> oh my God, that's just not how it be. <laughs> why not? Why can't it be like? Why can't it be that way? I mean, I guess like casting wise and like looks wise, it doesn't really matter too much unless it's a big aspect of the story. What about gender? Like, what if the character is a girl and then changed to a guy? I think that does matter. Because I think it's it's the same. Although the gender of a character a does tend to matter more than their race, especially if they yeah, have like a love interest. Yeah. Yeah, 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 like back to Ready Player One, the character H was portrayed as a white dude, and it turned out that H, when he found her, was this overweight black chick. Well, and they changed it in the movie to this really buff black dude. What? No, I don't I think thought, they did that. Wait, no, it, no, it was it this was. Looks like a girl. It was a girl. Ew. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I never saw the movie. I just <laughs> yeah. The only thing they. Oh my god. Oh no, it's the character. No, the girl. You're right. Yeah. It's the girl. It's the character. Sorry, it's the character that's a dude. But, but I mean, that's that not how it be. Same in the book like they didn't change anything with H in the movie besides they didn't mention that she's gay in the movie but I don't think that's a big deal at all but like I forgot it's the it's her character that was supposed to be white but they changed this big black dude which was wrong oh okay so they changed the race of her they changed the race yeah whatever it's called Avatar (laughs) I mean again I mean she was it was supposed to be buff I just don't remember the race remember like he was just this normal white dude who just chilled and, you know, that's, like, the big surprise because, like, her whole background was, like, oh, yeah, my mom was, like, trying to protect me as a kid. That's why she put me on here as a... <laughs> I know. That's why she put me on here as a white dude. A, um, a book-to-movie adaptation that I personally thought was pretty damn good, um, at least when, you know, it first came out, was the first Hunger Games movie. Mm-hmm. The, fr- the first Hunger Games and the first Hunger Games movie, um, book and movie. I don't think the Hunger Hunger Games works as a movie. What do you mean? I don't what? Even think like the book. It uh, I don't know. Most of the book was supposed to be in her head, and they t- wow. the thing it would it would have been fine if the director made the movie and like they he restructured it like, so you well, can watch it outside the, the majority, of her perspective. The majority of her. They try that with like I don't know the new like the news guys saying like what trying to say out loud what she's thinking. Like an audience, do you remember? Do you know what I'm talking oh, about? Yeah, oh, like a, yeah, 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 the capital people. Stanley Tucci, like, that guy. That guy. Yeah. Blue oh, hair boy. Crap. yeah. What was his name? 
Stanley Tucci. Um, <laughs> wait, wait, was it Stanley Tucci? That was that was the actor. That's the actor. No, but anyways, um, I mean, for the most part, that movie stayed pretty true to the book, except for like yeah, plot a wise, few, a few little nitpicky things. Yeah, yeah. I agree. Um, like in the movie, weren't the Tracker Jacks? Supposed to be a lot bigger. Oh yeah, the tracker. Does that well, matter though? That, that was that, was, that's, yeah, that doesn't matter. That's not even, they get the same effect. That was one of those things that didn't even stay in my mind, honestly. But um, I know one of the things that was you know not that big, but still kind of big, was um, the way she got the Mockingjay pin. Oh yeah. yeah, they changed that in the movie because in the book in, she got yeah. it from her she friend from who was the daughter of the mayor of District Twelve, right? And that was a little bit more, you know. Um, it just gave more background. It gave I more guess. meaning behind it because yeah. ba- she was basically her only friend, you know. Yeah. And, and even in the movie, you just you just like yeah. Some, in the, someone's like, eh, hey, good luck. Here you go. Yeah, in the movie, <laughs> she it. found it in like one of the um, one in of, the marketplace. In I the think, marketplace, right? and she found it. She's like, oh, what's this? She's like, oh, it's a marketing jacket, and you can have it. Yeah. Um, another thing, and this is kind of the thing that bugged me the most, just because it, I felt it wasn't as hard hitting. Um, in the movie and in the book, you know, um, towards the end of the actual Hunger Games, um, they're attacked by, you know, the pack of dogs, mm-hmm. you know, the, uh, the mutant dogs or whatever they were called. I, yeah. There was a name for them. I can't remember. I don't either. But um, in the book, though, it was, um, it was stated that the mutant dogs were actually the, um, the, the, the past... Um, tributes that had already fallen in the yeah. game you know what i don't remember that yeah at all. remember because yeah. they, they had the callers with their district number on it and the, they had their they eyes. Had the eyes i remember yeah. when it because, first came out like that was the first complaint yeah because when um oh when one of the dogs like face down with katniss she recognized that um that it had ruth's eyes mm-hmm. and it had her district number on the collar you know, I feel like that could have been represented. In, that in that should have been that honestly, that in my opinion, really that should well have been in the movie because they they yeah, already had the dogs. They they already had the dogs in the movie. You know, it's not like they completely cut yeah. out the dogs. It I don't think it would have been a lot more to put a collar and one of the dogs have special eyes that like were maybe like, she takes yeah. a moment and then just like, like looks watches at it and just like Ruth, you know, or something yeah. like that. You know, it wouldn't have been that hard to put that in. And no, wouldn't have been yeah. that. It would have added Again, like that's maybe a director's few interpretation. Extra of like if I was the director, maybe yeah, maybe I definitely would have put that in, but But that does add a lot more like it gives you another example of how ruthless and merciless the uh, capital is, so that mm-hmm. really is an important detail. Yeah. And showing just how messed up they are. Ruthless. Get out. <laughs> <laughs> So besides the first movie, do you have any complaints about the other ones? Because I don't remember that much. Honestly, book-wise, I remember hardly anything from Catching Fire and Mockingjay. Um, I do know that I found them both, you know, both of the movies, um, or all three, I guess I should say, um, very entertaining. You know, I really did like it. I actually, going back to the books, I know a lot of people didn't like Mockingjay all too much, but yeah. I, I honestly who, really liked Mockingjay. You who know? here has read Mockingjay? Because I've read Mockingjay. I've read I have read what all did you them. think of the the two parts of Mockingjay in the movie versus the book? 
honestly, I don't remember much of either media. <laughs> should have. Right? I, I I remember like I. I feel like it, what it, happened like to the more Jay. detail? Come on. I feel like Mockingjay was one <laughs> yeah, of those books that really didn't need a second part because the only reason Hollywood was doing two parts was because they did it with Harry Potter. Mm-hmm. You know, and that for, made a for lot the of money. Olives. Mm-hmm. Exactly. That, that, that made a, lot of that made a shit that, ton of money. Well, I yeah, felt like that was such a big book that it needed. Yeah, that yeah. Much. With, with, but for, definitely but for movies, yeah. there's a difference between like adding more, like two parts, add more detail, and that, and just killing the pacing of it. You have to remember you, there was a lot of details in it, but there were details that didn't matter, and they just slowed everything down. You have to Harry remember Potter? this is Hollywood. Well, I'm talking, I'm talking this about is Hollywood. Okay, okay. We're talking about. Well, here. had it they gone any quicker, do you think you would have enjoyed it as? If it was one movie, yes, it would have been. Far more entertaining. So you thought it was a lot. It was too slow. Yes. Okay. Mm. That's. I mean. So, an example of too much detail in movies versus books. Is this, is that the same for it's, Harry Potter, Deathly Hallows? I haven't seen. I haven't seen either of them in, since they came out. I so like I don't that quite one remember. Was like Harry Potter's are. Those are thick books. Those are pretty thick boys. But like, yeah. I mean. What about Twilight? Has anyone seen those? I've seen the movies, but I've never read the books. I've never done either, and I'm keeping it that way. I've only seen the first one. I don't know. I've heard from what my mother tells me. I've heard that they're pretty good adataptions. That's what she said. She's like, they were pretty solid. From what I heard, actually, the books weren't all too horribly bad. Talking about Twilight, right? Yeah. From what I heard, you know, like I said, I've never read or seen any of the movies or books. But, um,. I've heard that the movies were kind of crap, too. Yeah, the first one wasn't good. The fir- Okay, my dad actually saw the first one. I think it was like, it might have been a date with my mom or something. I can't remember. But um, he said <laughs> the first one wasn't too bad. But after that, he was just like, no. Yeah, I can agree. <laughs> the first one, because... Did you see the first one? Wait, the first one. We're talking about Twilight still. Yeah. I've watched all of them. Oh, I didn't know that. Did Why didn't you raise your hand when I said that? Because I never read the books. Oh. But I've watched all the movies, and I thought the first one was pretty pretty solid. What do you think about the last book being split into two movies? How do you think that turned out? Just completely from just an I outsider's perspective, not knowing the books. I kind of liked it. I, thought, I didn't think it was too... It was a little tiny bit slow, but not unbearable. You know, like Mocking Jay. I don't know. Mocking Jay wasn't unbearable. It to wasn't me. I unbearable, it was really but nice. it, it was. It, def- it, it, could was have it was unnecessary. It could have been. Yeah. Yeah. It was definitely unnecessary. It was starting but to like, push it with still, me. I was take like, my money. Mm. I don't know. I mean, I'm back then, I was very into the Hunger Games thing, so I was all gung ho for it. But now, looking back, it, they could have condensed it into one movie. They could have, but, but again, budget. But then again, money. Like, why do you think movies are made most of the time? Like, it's all just to draw in more income. That is very true. Well, that's what well, Hollywood that's, does. They beat it, the dead horse until they can't get anything else when out of it. When you look at it from the director's point movies. of view, all of this stuff, yeah, I get why they do it. They like money. I mean, I'd like money, too, if I was a director. I'll do whatever I want to this story to make myself some money. But again, for you the rest of us. It's about respect, too, is what we're arguing for. Mm. Yeah, for, I'd say for like those big budget the author, movies that respect to the story. Yeah, for those big budget movies that have like hundred million dollar budgets that they have to they have to be safe bets. Yeah, they do have there is like a lot of studio interference and they do make a lot of cuts based on the mass audience. But if you look at a lot of smaller movies that are book adaptations where the director has a lot more control, those movies tend to be a lot better. They're like the shining. The shining I, I don't think that had a very large budget. It was just like one location. And the, you get movies like The Shining. You don't get 
those kind of things yeah, from I wonder, hundred million dollar budgets. Had the Shining budgets. had a bigger budget, would it be better or worse? I don't think so. I did see it. What example else would you add that, that you'd need a hundred million dollar yeah, budget for? Yeah, you can make an amazing film with a low budget, and it'd be amazing. Yeah, but there are tons of movies that are based on books that have low budgets, where because they have low budgets, the studios are gonna let them it take needs, more yeah, risks. It needs to be and a balance. The director balance. has more control over it. Mm-hmm. That's another thing too with like small budgeted okay. movies with especially with adaptations is especially if it's a book that would require a lot of like special effects like it going back to it yeah, you know, yeah the, bo- the, the original like it's you can't really exactly the original um like we said the original miniseries didn't have a lot of its transformations but that's understandable because it was kind of obviously a lower budgeted you know project yeah. And, you know, they just couldn't afford that. They couldn't afford the special effects. They couldn't, you know, afford to put its many transformations. You know, we were lucky to even get, you know, the spider creature that we got at the end. I'm surprised they kept that. That's probably why they didn't do the majority of his um, his transformations, because they needed that part, because that's a very yeah, they, central they part. Yeah, s- they saved all their budget up for that one scene. And even that was crap, but, you know. <laughs> but, I mean, then, then again, you have movies like... Um, like Silence of the Lambs, you know, yeah, the, the book to movie adaptation. That one was really good. That was that was. You know, really the Silence fantastic. of the Lambs movie got you know an Oscar, mm-hmm. Anthony Hopkins, and um, uh, what's her name? God, I don't remember. Jude. Oh yeah, Jude. Judy Foster. There you go. I think that was it. If we're wrong, then you know we apologize. Yeah. But um, they both got awards for their performances, you know, and I believe Silence of the Lambs was the first. Um, horror thrillers kind of movie whatever yeah, it, it was, was the first of its kind to get an best oscar picture. best picture exactly mm-hmm. so um yeah well and, i don't know the oscars kind of have their own problems but <laughs> with what movies they honor so yeah That's very no kidding true. but you know That's it still got true. the uh the award but then again it was pretty damn close to the book you know yeah. i mean there there's like a few nitpicky things like I, I can't remember exactly what it is but like that famous line where he's like you know i ate his liver with some with uh some fava beans and a nice candy you know yeah. in the books it was a different kind of wine you know which is nitpicky you know they had yeah. to change that to, so people would know what he's talking about because yeah. in the book it was some wine that i didn't even know i'm like what the hell is that and the only reason i knew was because i'd watched the movie before i'm like oh candy yeah. that must be a kind of a type of wine yeah so uh, stuff like that, that. Stuff like that. It doesn't matter. Exactly. No one cares. It's, they're idiots. I feel like the majority of the time with adaptations, as long as it stays true to the main plot, people. I wouldn't, I wouldn't say the main be, plot. I'd say it's the main idea. Of it. That's that's a little bit. You can hard. change parts of the plot and make. Yeah, that's true. I guess, but um, overall, you know, as long as you stick to the main story. A little, at least, you know, relatively, yeah. people won't be all too overly, you know, pissy about it as long as they still like it. Like, yeah. you know, a lot of the times, because I, I'm guilty of this a lot, like when I, when I go and watch something that's like an adaptation of a book or a TV show or something like that, that I've really enjoyed, and I watch it, and I walk out of the theater, you know, nitpicking it, saying, oh, this is wrong, that's yeah. wrong, this shouldn't have been this way, you know. My um, my dad will usually say it's like well if you hadn't had read the book if you hadn't had seen the original would you still have liked it you know and yeah the majority of the time I I say yeah you know because as long as I feel like I've been entertained like 
it's stuff that really doesn't matter all too much, I can be happy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, it, moral of the story, book ruins movie. <laughs> <laughs> is, it better, is it better to read the book and know that you, that the book is better than the movie, or is it better to just waste yourself like to rid yourself of the I mean, disappointment yeah, that you're gonna get. Ignorance is bliss. Yeah. <laughs> sometimes ignorance if you is don't, bliss, but then at the same time, sometimes if you, some exactly, and then other times you're gonna watch it one way or another because you're like, like if it's like a classic movie or like a mm-hmm. really famous novel, then maybe it is better if you read the book and get a full grasp on it. Well, I mean, then also you might the book might also cause you to have um, aneurysms. <laughs> <laughs> no, um, well maybe, but. Um, it causes you maybe to have um, misinterpretations of what the movie is going to be like, you know, because for instance, um, Shawshank like, Redemption. Like overhype you. It, more like underhype you for the movie. Oh. Because for instance, with uh, Shawshank Redemption, Shawshank was uh, a short story by King, actually. It wasn't even a full-fledged oh, yeah, book. Yeah, yeah. But they made it into a movie that was full, full-length movie and, you know, phenomenally well done. Like, oh, okay. So in this case, movies are better than writing. I mean, I personally, uh-huh. I personally uh-huh. have not read uh, Shawshank, so I do not know. I plan to read it eventually, but like I said, has it's anyone a short read story. anything? Here? <laughs> <laughs> yes. Thank you very much. <laughs> we like to read, Zach. <laughs> like you, you heathen. I mean, heathen. Uh, I read Jaws. He- heathen. <laughs> Why would you waste your time with that? I mean, I'm sure we've all read Outsiders. We were just talking about that. Oh, yeah. We all had to in seventh grade. Yeah. Best yeah. book ever. I uh, mean, I wouldn't, let's just make this. Gabe, a- hey, shut up. Hey, okay. Hey. No, 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 no. Don't hey. get me wrong. Oh, Don't get me wrong. <laughs> Outsiders was a phenomenal book. Yes. And best it is up there. there. It is okay. up there. <laughs> Maybe not the best Damn, that's such a good book. It was such a yeah. good book. It was I a will. very such good a book. It was such a good book. Everybody can re- agree. I didn't like the movie. I remember watching it and being very disappointed because a lot Agreed of really good... Well, there was the movie that we watched in seventh grade, and that was the extended version, which was true to the book. That had most... That had, I think, everything in there. Honestly, word I don't even remember. Well, I don't remember the movie at all either. I loved it. I I, I remember how um, one of the characters dies. That's about it. Two of the characters die. Well, yeah. But the deaths are the same, so whatever. (laughs) My my point is the extended version was very good, but the original version wasn't that good because the extended version had everything. It had the point, like, after all these characters died, like, they had the point where, like, they're talking about it, and it was really good character development that... Mm -hmm pushed the book further but in the outsiders the character died that was the end of the book i mean that was the end of the movie and like or like it had like a few minutes left but there was nothing it was basically on a cliffhanger yeah it it was one of the characters died and then um pony boy that was the pony boy yeah Yeah. yeah. well i mean i respect that they made two different cuts one for people who are just gonna be like all right i want to watch a movie and be sad then another another one Don't for we like all. I want to watch the yeah. movie completely because I read the book. Mm-hmm. Okay, yeah, that's pretty solid. So shall we get well, off of book to movie adaptations? Well, or? I want one more thing because Eva had a good point the <laughs> other really day that like you have to like remember we were talking like about Avatar. it. Reading the book is always better. Like we were talking about that, weren't we? I wouldn't no. say it's no. always. It's better. not. Well, I think it's especially most least. of the times it's better. At the, the very majority le- of the times, sorry. Shut up. Sorry. <laughs> At the very least, I think that reading the book can just open your mind to the different interpretations and the 
more detail and stuff like that. Yeah, and I mean, gives you a different perspective, which, you know, you don't need it, but it can be useful and just... Oh, it's just nice to have. Yeah. The books also give you a lot more information, a lot more character development, most of the time at least, you know, um, and all of that. Yeah, so. so like reiterating what she just said, I completely agree. I don't think like you shouldn't read the book. I'm not advocating for... St- reading is stupid burn all the books <laughs> burn all the books no i'm not no um i'm just saying like some people just don't have the time or they just don't want mm-hmm. to and they want to purely enjoy the movie do you think it relates to talk about frankenstein because i haven't seen the movie but i mean we all there's know like, there's like we all know movies. like the stereotype of frankenstein but we also know that the frankenstein That's we know is right. not exactly like the book it's so not like the book at all do you think that relates to this conversation um, or is it too they made. They definitely hoarded it up a little bit more. A Not hoard. They sold it hoard. as a horror movie. <laughs> I mean, well, that's that goes. <laughs> well, that's more Frankenstein's the studio. monster yeah. out on the streets. Yeah, I take them. Yeah, but like, yeah, they definitely <laughs> did a that a little danger. bit more just for <laughs> entertainment purposes. But there have been so many remakes and stuff of Frankenstein's that I don't really think it counts anymore because at least one of them has to be right. Well, you yeah. Think about. The Frankenstein that everybody knows about and the Frankenstein from the book is like two separate things. Oh, exactly. Or Frankenstein's yeah. monsters, yeah. I should say. That's another thing. You know, people, Frankenstein as the monster, but Frankenstein was a scientist. Yeah. See, so that's yeah, my exactly. point. If you really is read the book, you know that, that Frankenstein is the monster. <laughs> is it bad in, that the, the mass public yes. thinks of Frankenstein as the wrong character? Yeah, and mm. I think that's more just, you don't think about it as you grow up. You're just like, oh, it's like... I mean, they didn't advertise for Frankenstein the monster... Like well, the, prob- the problem is the original well, movie was titled Frankenstein, Frankenstein and, and it, then was it was a, about a monster, monster. More, uh, monster movie. So, so everybody, it was it's Frankenstein's, Frankenstein's monster. monster. Yeah. Jinx. But um, it's Frankenstein's monster, but the doctor is Frankenstein. But I think that's just kind of basic knowledge as you grow up. It's like, yeah. you know, you, it's it's kind of like learning that Santa Claus like isn't a- real. Sorry, guys. But, um, spoiler alert. <laughs> spoiler alert. <laughs> but it's kind of like learning. Yeah. From, it's kind of like learning that, you know, it's just like, oh, my God, it's not actually Frankenstein. I just thought about how, like, whenever we all first discover that Frankenstein isn't really Frankenstein, I feel like it's one of those things that kids would hold other of other kids' heads. Like, haha, oh, you yeah. don't know that Frankenstein's the... Oh, so yeah. You don't know that Santa's yeah. real. Yeah. <laughs> 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 yeah. But, um, so, a few years ago, well, quite a few years ago now, I guess, um, our favorite director, M. Night Shyamalama, um, <laughs> came out with a live-action interpretation of it and when i say interpretation i mean that in the terms very very loosely the movie kept a very 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 basic hold on the plot i mean it did condense like seasons upon seasons worth of episodes no 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 no. because you have to he was he was thinking that it was going to be a hit movie and that mm-hmm. he would be able to do the other two movies because you, if you remember the original series was broken up uh, broken up into three main seasons water earth and fire and they wanted to do a trilogy of movies each movie based on exactly each season and the first movie was based off of the book of water um which is ang you know the avatar um learning how to bend water and his journey to do that um i have so many problems with this movie but um, for story purposes, it was a very choppy version of the original series. 
Yeah. No, because they took out a lot of elements that I feel were very important. You know, yeah. they took out uh, Kyoshi Island and the Kyoshi Warriors, which which were both very important to the story, and then they took out the um, the city of Omashu. Yeah, you know, which would come back um, later on in you know season two, which I do admit they he might have been planning on bringing that up in the second yeah. movie, but still. Then you had the horrible acting. Yeah, you the, see, you know. Yeah, you see, the, with the uh, Kyoshi Island and Omashu, those you, they they are important to the story. But you can argue if you have to cut something to put it into the time frame of a movie, you w- you should cut. Do you those. think if Avatar: The Last Airbender was made into like was it made into a book at all? No, it wasn't. no, a book or a f- I don't know uh, why the seasons are called stories. books, but no, yeah. they're not. Yeah. So like, what you're saying is you're seeing like the character depth throughout the series throughout the series and throughout the seasons and episodes and you're you're seeing no, like no, no, a no. slow progression of the characters and well, the reason yeah, you dislike yeah. it is because it's well, so quick no, well, no, no 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 that's, that's not that the, it's not that the progression is slow is that there's a lot more of it because they have more time throughout a well TV not only season. that what i mean by the character uh, characterization is off is in the book it in the books in the original series Aang was this very goofy very aloof very carefree oh, yeah. kind of person and who kind of who just... was running away from his responsibility as the avatar because he was scared he didn't want to be the avatar in the movie you don't get a sense of that really no you don't all. get a sense of that at all he just seems like this again condensed into no not even movie. that his his character was just completely off he was this like serious this you know kind of never laughs, never smiles, well, you, very you somber. Do you think if the the series was created into a book, there'd be even more depth behind the characters, more vividly explained, which is why you'd probably enjoy the book more than you would the series, and you'd enjoy the series more than you would the movies. Mm, I don't know. So, in correlation to all of this, it, it relates. Yeah. Moral of the story. The original is, most times, better. Yeah. yeah. But not always. But not always. And the adaptation can also be great. <laughs> well... Yeah, I think that's that's pretty much it. Hold on, guys. I have I think that's a solid ending. So thank you all for tuning in today to our fabulous show. If you have any suggestions for me for future topics, feel free to email me. And sorry, I lied to you uh, last year. I mean, not last year. Sorry, I lied to you last time. Uh, our email is dayoftheweek24.7 at gmail.com. Uh, and we're now on Stitcher, iTunes, and YouTube. <laughs> We have a YouTube? What? Yeah, we have a YouTube now, too. So, what, what are we putting on um, Make YouTube? sure to t- tune in there, too. <laughs> <laughs> what, are, what are we putting on our YouTube? I didn't know about this. We're just putting the show on YouTube. Oh, just the whole, the whole thing. So, we're now on Stitcher, iTunes, and YouTube, so make sure to, t- make sure to tune in there, too. We're also, Stay we're groovy, also my on, friends. We're also on Twitter and Instagram. Oh, yeah, we're that. all... Okay, okay. What's our on. handle? Day, day of the week, 24.7. So, no, stay no, groovy, no my dot friends. No seven on Twitter. It's just 24. Oh, that's why I'm having a lot hard time logging into Twitter. Yeah, that's why. I, <laughs> that's why I couldn't find it. Well, um, yeah. So stay groovy, my friends. It's all good. That's the end, Zach. Okay. Zach, Zach stop it. What? Zach, Zach, stop, stop the, the fucking- recording.